Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, let's welcome in all the My Talkers on this rainy Monday. Hopefully, Lori and Julie can brighten it up with some fun and some laughter. Let's see what they can do. What the hey? Did anyone have a weekend claim to fame they want to share with us, or do we need to go back to the glory of Jockstrap Friday? <laughs> <laughs> that was a hot topic. This weekend, uh, I had a girls' weekend in Brainerd, so it was very, very fun. Uh, whoever thought of the shuttle, you know, to Zorba's the best, the best. Yes. It's just amazing. The only thing is, at one a.m. when you go home <laughs> at one a.m., which is the last shuttle, you know, like a lot of shuttles show up and a lot of people come pouring out, and a lot of pizzas are sold and friends are made and maybe just some last minute hookups are happening. Yes. Yes. And my girlfriend had to uh, give the, our bus driver like another 20 bucks. Cause it's like 20 bucks per person mm-hmm. anyway, so that we'd get dropped off before the 30 people on our bus who were going to Craigans. Oh, oh. yeah. He was thinking, he'd you know, get that up, is like, that's so smart because like at the, up at the cabin, if we want to go out, there's no Ubers. Nope. No, so no, we can there's go no Ubers in lake, Bra- Bra- You know, you can't either. do it, you know, so that's so smart that they did that. And like, well, it's, they may, they are making good money yeah. because yeah. it's 20 bucks a person and, like and you, it's a radius. And like you said too, a lot of parties are had after that. You meet people on those trams. On the and bus. Like, oh, hey, you come, we're going to have a bonfire. I mean, we've had, we've gone to Zorba's and Moonlight using those multiple times and we were supposed to go back to our cabin, but we ended up at somebody else's cabin. So. Oh yeah. No, we had as much fun on the bus, both directions as we did at actual Zorba's and Zorba's <laughs> was a blast yes, too. You yes. know, I, I guess my weekend claim to fame is I led a line dance of the wobble. Oh, lovely. There you go. You know, I know I learned that in Zumba. Nice. And I was like, wow, it's all coming back to me. My my Zumba memory. <laughs> you love to lead line dances. I do. She does. <laughs> this, really is do. A, this is a part-time gig for her. She likes to corral people and get them to do what you want them to do on a dance floor. That yeah. is correct, Julia. 100%. How about you guys? What was your weekend claim to fame? Julia, I know you're with the fam. I was with my brothers, my son, mm-hmm. my niece, and my future nephew. Right there, that's a weekend claim to fame because that doesn't happen very no. often. No, oh, it was, it was so nice being with them. It was just so nice yeah. to hang yeah. out with and just chill on a pontoon boat, and then yeah, because we didn't get, get to go to your cabin last summer. Nope, no. and we had a nice campfire. It was fun. Yeah, family just, time is good. Family time is great. It was just chill, and we played password. You know, I, <laughs> I think people are like. Because I always like to bring games. Mm-hmm. So we have something to do on the boat in case there's a lull in the conversation. 
Um, I don't ever recall needing to play a game on a boat. You don't always need to. Depends on the crowd. Okay. Depends on what's happening. Uh Um, And so um, we played Password, and it was funny. Your husband, my brother, Mm -hmm. had... Was he good? Or was he terrible? Oh, he was terrible at this one word, but yeah. it went on and on. And once you get going down this rabbit hole, but that game is fun and it's mm-hmm. something you can just take in a baggie. And if you have the strips and do the passwords and just kind of make up how to play it, but you only get one word, you know, you say one word and you have to say one word back. Oh, it's super fun. That's a fun game. All right. It's a traveling your, game. We'll take your word for it. I brought it. that to Montana too before. It's a fun game on a boat because it doesn't require anything. Nice. You know what I mean? Uh, unfortunately, pieces. I am able to read between the lines of everything you just saw. Right, I said to you. <laughs> there. Do you need a translation? No. At all, Grant. No, I don't I think anyone needs one. I get it. I get it. How about you? I, uh, yeah. I I brought in the weekend on Friday night. We're out to Fletcher's right after the show, oh, on the, and it was a beautiful was it night. Packed it was out there and packed out there, and everybody was. Chad Greenway was out there. A whole bunch of Vikings were out there. I mean, people were just. It, it felt like the good old days. It was kind of like I said about the fact of the 50s. People were out having fun. There right? is an energy oh. in the air with this vaccinated hot, hot vac summer mm-hmm. thing. There's just an extra Little, something, something man. in Pe- the air. People were wobbling and, and, and we were just, you know, doing a lot of people watching per yeah. usual at Fletcher's, which yeah, is yeah. which half of our conversation. We're like, we were just telling our crowd. We're like, I'm sorry. It's not that I'm not paying attention to you. It's just the people watching was so great at Fletcher's, as you know. And yeah, half the time people were going to the bathroom. It was the, the wobble to the left, a little <laughs> wobble to the right. <laughs> people were having fun. They were having fun. So. Yeah, a friend of mine was at PD Pappy's, and she's like, "Oh, there's just never the people watching at PD Pappy's." I would say rivals the Fletchers mm-hmm. because you have boaters, maybe not right. as big of the boat, right? You don't, but then you have the bikers at PD. Yes. Pappy's. Right. Whereas at uh, Fletchers, it's just boat, boat, boat. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of interesting ages together. Yes. Everything. It was quite dress the range. Is always you know like dressed to impress. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I made it to the Twins game on Sunday where there was a tragic injury on the field. I'm, I mean, if anybody who pays attention to sports saw about it, it was all over the news, but two of the Indians players collided in one of them. Oh, it was... Like their heads collided? Their no, their le- they collided running in the outfield together after a ball, and one of their legs collided together, forcing one to spin while the other one's leg was stationary, and he spun who completely. Who forgot to call? Somebody who, did. Who forgot to call it, Julia? Wasn't that always the yeah, thing? Call, Some yeah. call your ball. But it was it was gruesome, and there's, oh, you could no. hear the young man screaming oh. in the stands oh. at Target Field. He was in that much pain, so it Someone was. Someone suffered a broken bone. Yeah, he oh, broke his ankle, word. and I've never seen an injury in person like that, especially watching baseball. So that was Jeez. that was interesting. It was a fun game. They hit like five home runs. They won. And then there was a scandal on Saturday. Oh yeah, a little game. scandal with yeah. They probably shouldn't have canceled that game, which they did. Did it never rain? It rained, but barely. Barely. Like like we've sat in rain before. There might have been a strategy to not have to play that game for a particular reason that (gasps) the Twins might have been called out by for. Check out Patrick Royce's blog. You might have to check it out. Okay. Yeah. You guys know what I'm talking about. Well, only because, but I know someone who was going to the Players Club. On mm-hmm. Saturday, and well, that they were would all, bum you out so they bad. They were all excited about going to the game, and it was a down, you know, a Saturday afternoon game, and so like spending kind of all that money, that. and 
Yeah, it was it was a higher end game too, so people paid more to go to that one. And Why do you pay more to go to a Saturday afternoon game? Saturday afternoons against specific teams like the Yankees or oh. some division rivals. Those games cost a little bit more. They bring them up because they want to make some money. So people spent all this money, got down there, started pre gaming, having all these drinks, and then they said, "Yeah, you got to go home, catch a ride." Do they? Call oh, that it? would make that me so made, mad. Yeah, that makes people. Yeah, it wasn't good. Good. And then it doesn't even rain. <laughs> it wasn't. It was not that. It was not bad enough to have it canceled. That's for sure. I had to drive home again yesterday in, wham, the wham, wham, in the pouring rain, but only this time for like 20 knuckle curling minutes. Did you leave the party like everyone left my party by 10 a.m.? What party? Like, did you leave the cabin by 10 a.m. Oh, on no, Sunday? No, no, I left in the afternoon. I oh, left that's in the, the afternoon. Worst. That's what, did yeah. everybody get up before the clean to and leave? Oh, you have no idea. Oh, it the just worst. makes me laugh. That yeah. is that is it's like, okay though. I have to admit it's okay. Yeah, there's there's, there's that rule though. When you go to cabins, everybody pitches in to clean up before oh, you no, leave. Oh no, no, no. That wasn't the issue yeah. at all. Oh, oh, okay. oh no. no it had get nothing. up early they get, and leave. They, oh. I mean, my brother gets up at five thirty. By the time we got up at eight, he's already had half his day over. <laughs> oh, okay, I just okay. watched the collision. Oh my word. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my word. Yeah. That would be a YouTube event. It, it's got that Joe Theismann feel to it, if you remember that one from way back in the oh, late 90s, early 80s. It's, I'm going to yeah. say We're with saying, all we assuredness that no, we don't, we don't remember that one. <laughs> and it's time for yeah. something. Yeah. All right. Listen, we get when we come back, it's our story we can't get enough of. Um, that was kind of fun yesterday. I will say on my drive up and yeah. my drive back, I found a... A station that was playing Pride playlist music, and every hour was DJ and curated by a different oh, person. Fun. Oh my gosh! I just danced the both directions. I love it. Listening to and there are you know some Pride you know there's stuff there's some slow stuff and there's some ballads that people play, but for the most part, Julia, I was dancing. You were dancing in my car and just kind of like yeah that that was. Uh, Fun. So, yeah, we're going to, I guess, people celebrated Pride yesterday, and then we'll be celebrating right. it again here at the end of right. July. Okay, so last night at the BET Awards, um, uh, Taraji P. Henson, she was the hostess with the most costume changes. Yes. It was the first award show that we've seen that had not one vestige of COVID yes. around it. So there, people sat in the stands, people came up, they could no, get awards. Everyone is vaccinated. Yeah, nice. Um, um, and, you know, so there was not a Zoom thing inside. Right. There was not one performance. Everything was live. Everything was real. So, Tragedy Hansen, um, it was paying homage to the, basically, it was the year of the black woman, mm-hmm. which is what, and uh, uh, Queen Latifah got the Lifetime Achievement Awards. And we just have a little tiny, tiny. I took it from... Um, Carson Daly's, you know, his pop start. He just did a little yep. re- one minute recap of the award show. First up, the 21st Annual BET Awards were presented last night. Taraji P. Henson hosting the show that celebrates music's top black musicians and performers. The big winners of the night, no surprise, SZA, Megan Thee Stallion, and her. After performing on Our Plaza just last week, her did scoop up the title last night for Best Female R&B and Pop Artist. And the legendary Queen Latifah was presented with BET's Lifetime Achievement Award. The rapper and actress earned that title for her decades-long career, spanning across genres in music, film, and television. She accepted the award on the stage with her father and a photo of her late mother. She had some really inspiring words for women in the industry. I've always celebrated the woman because I was raised by a strong black woman and raised by a father who loves women. 
We can't live without each other. I wanted to celebrate us because I know together we stand stronger than when we tear each other apart. And I've seen enough of that. Good seeing pops on stage there. I love that. That's not all. One moment that's got a lot of people talking this morning is oh, yeah. Cardi B's big reveal that she's expecting baby number two. The rapper showing off her belly during a performance on stage with her husband, Offset, from the group Migos. They already have a, a daughter a together, two-year-old baby culture. So we want to say congratulations to them and, of course, all the big winners last night. Okay, so we posted the red carpet. Mm-hmm. We also posted Cardi B, who she came out for a performance, and she's in this like kind of this cat suit that's all blinged out. That's got a mesh thing over her belly. Oh and you yeah, you can see she's visibly, you know, pregnant. So that's a separate post, and then um, also posted um, just a standalone of Zendaya wearing vintage um, John Paul. Not John Paul Gaultier. That was Megan Thee Stallion. She's, uh, I can't remember, vintage Versace. And it's the Versace dress, not the exact same one, but she got, uh, because I'm sure Beyonce and Zendaya never have worn the same size. But right. Beyonce performed in this Versace when it came out in 2003. And okay. she cut it off and she performed Crazy in Love at the BET Awards. Got so it. people were losing their mind. That Zendaya, who is, she and her stylist, uh, I think his name is La Roach, are amazing together. And she always just brings something exciting. Yes, she does. She's just, and she's a hanger. She's flat. She's tall. She can wear like anything. Yes. And, you know, the Queen Latifah, I have to say, it was a very emotional uh, speech that she gave. And she had this amazing suit on with a cape i loved her cape. oh i love the cape i love the cape and she you know said happy pride and she expressed her love for her partner and their son rebel and Mm -hmm. she just seemed uh really really excited and then the crowd went nuts for little nas x did a very spicy performance of montero call me by your name and and then he also laid a beautiful lip lock on one of his dancers and uh that was exciting and uh he 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 wore two looks on the red carpet oh my gosh a ball gown and then like a like a a ball gown made of that twall twall is that what you call it yes material and then the one piece i mean he's just a fashion he hanger too because he's tall and thin it looked like a tea party set the pattern on his and his suit with his skinny pants Uh and the bet white belt the one I couldn't reckon, I had a hard time. Little Kim. Oh, my gosh. Um, boy, she just doesn't look like herself. So with the picture of her next to Zendaya, of all people not to stand next to in a photo shoot. Well, you she, know. but Zendaya probably is a big little yeah, uh, Kim, Kim fan. fan. Because, I mean, she does have this iconic career. It's just that she jacked her face so that she doesn't even look, look like anything like. Right. She looks like... Michael Jackson and Jocelyn Wildenstein had a baby together. <laughs> that is exactly <laughs> yeah. right, Lori. So true. Oh, oh my god, so true. Because she had. A- Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson. Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Nose trimmed and trimmed and trimmed and now it's just that sliver nose. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was, yeah, it was fun. So take a look at the... Uh, you know, the red carpet. I mean, again, I think Migos or Offset or whatever the hell his name is. I I sure hope they're okay. Uh, Wendy Williams showed... Uh, Are you talking about... I'm talking about Cardi B yeah. because Wendy Williams showed a photo of Offset at a, at a place last week with the two gals that, you know, Cardi B assault, you know, supposedly punched. It's the one girl and her friend. They're... they're you know, Insta yeah, yeah, ladies, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, but they're very attractive, but they were, he was within an arm's length of both of them. And it was like a grainy photo, but it was clearly all three of them. And, you know, here she is, he's dancing and performing, you know, singing with her. I don't know. I, I, I hope his, his wiener isn't wandering out of the pockets, <laughs> the zippers <laughs> and everything. I don't know. It's really, you know, here's the thing, you know, Migos is like, he's a good looking guy. Very good looking. So, you know, people, Grant, maybe, have you ever gone through a period of your life where women threw themselves at you? Did you have a year? (laughs) Was there a point in your life you feel comfortable sharing with us? Yeah, um, it happened after I found the best person in the world. It's weird. Like, I was single. Like you brought, you were giving off this vibe For for some reason, you know, I was very, I didn't have a lot of confidence, so I didn't have that at a younger age. But then once I found Lily, I kind of went out and didn't care. You bloomed, and then people saw you for your ginger hotness. And people just come up and I just kind (laughs) of laugh. And I'm like, she's standing right there. Yeah. And it even happened at Fletcher's. Some guy came up and she's, cause she's way be- more beautiful than I am. Some guy came up, Hey, can I buy you a shot? I'm just yeah. standing there. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, you clearly don't think I'm good enough to get her, but that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> but I mean, there is that thing with people, you're good looking or you're famous or whatever. And people throw themselves at you. Yes. And yes. sometimes if you're not in the right place in your life to say no to temptation, and that's do? why that's why Laura, you never wanted to date a professional athlete because people throw themselves at them all the time. Right. And um, I was busy, you know, holding off people throwing themselves at me, Julia. Oh, yeah. That's right, right. Just girl. Been, it just would have been too much. Too, much too, been too many people throwing them at both of us. How would we've gotten through oh, that? Crying out loud. I love it. <laughs> I love it. All right. Anyway, all all things B E T posted but on the Check Laura out page. the photos. It's yes, some of the fashions fun. were hits and some were misses. Yeah. Um, I don't know anything about this band except that it's a play on Mitch Romney. They're called Rit Momney, and they're covering Kareen Bailey's Put Your Records On, and they're going to be at the Basilica uh, in September, Julia. And we'll get to see what they look like. Not that we can't Google them, but I right. just can't be bothered, but I do like that cover. I do, too. And, you know, the name uh, Rit Momney, it's just a tongue twister. It's a fun one. Is it? I like it. Okay. I mean, I don't. I don't see anything wrong with it. No, it's, I know, it, but no, it's, it's funny. Really, I'm more like, are they from Utah? Do they love that's what Mitt I was running me? I mean, that's all. I just have questions about how in the hell it feels like a stoner thing that came up. <laughs> 
Is, but it's a conversation starter every time we've talked, at least in, with yes. another show that I've been on, we've had this same conversation. The rich, because it's hard to say, yeah. Rit Momney, everybody. So, Welcome free, to the stage. A little free pub, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, so uh, some Prince super fan, or maybe it wasn't just a super fan, but, um, you know, there was stuff up for auction, um, music yes. artifacts, and the folks at RR Auction sold... The lyrics to Nothing Compares to You um, to someone for $151,000. And they're, they're, it's torn out of a notebook. Right. And the lyrics are written out in cursive, which is definitely a lost yes. art. Yes. And it has a backstory that goes beyond Prince writing one of the, you know, writing one of the biggest hits. The fan who forked out the dough got a detailed letter of provenance. From Prince's former assistant, Teresa Stuliel, who had, she was in possession of this, explaining how she came to have these lyrics. She says, there was a knock on my door. I looked out the bedroom window. I saw a black BMW in my driveway and immediately recognized it as Dwayne, Prince's half-brother. Okay. Teresa adds, I went downstairs, opened the door, and he only said, this is from Prince, then got in his car and left. Once I realized what Dwayne delivered, I was stunned and humbled. The sheet still has the white console marking tape Prince used to tape the lyrics to his mi- his microphone while he was sure, recording right, the track. Right, and he when remember he wrote "Nothing Compares to" was first recorded by the family. Yes, our yes. you know what's his name Paul. Paul, um, a group he formed for their self titled 1985 album. Okay, but of course it's Sinead O'Connor who covered it five years later, that made and it, it was the it. number one world single right. of 1990. Mm-hmm. And Tr- Prince would play that song live in concert, and he did record in 1993. He recorded his own edition with the singer uh, Rosie Gaines, who was did a lot of, you know, okay. he was one of the regular right. people. But yeah, so that's. For whatever reason, he wanted his assistant to have this. And I love it. How much did she send it? One hundred and fifty-one thousand dollars is what someone awesome. paid for it, and uh, yeah, it's ripped out, and there's some smudges on it. And That's awesome. I know. We don't have that kind of money for memorabilia, Mm-mm. Julia. But no, we have the we sex always in the talk city about script. It. Yeah, we do. We have the sex. In the- Lori, that might sell for something. Someday. You guys have a an actual one of the scripts from one of the shows. Yeah, our nipple our episode. Script. Oh, your nipple episode. In yeah. fact. Wow, that is cool. I think that it could sell for something, but since it's got your connection to it, it might be worth a little bit more to you. But I bought a a full house script signed by Bob Saget not too a couple years back. I paid a few four or five hundred bucks for it. Why didn't we have those ladies sign it? We met them all. I have no idea, Lori. Well, here here, here is is the worst thing about all this. Okay, so the name of our nibble enhancers were called Body Perks. Okay. Okay, now a great name. Great name. So. D- domain i just type in bodyperks.com mm-hmm. and if we would like to buy back our name mm-hmm. and sell the rest of the nipples that we have an in inventory in our garages right um it's thirty nine thousand eight hundred and eighty eight dollars uh. that's because they saw how much traffic body perks had but back is, in the day but Lori, no one has used this site no i forever. know that but mm-hmm. Julie, they're just you see this is it's like uh, selling a house and you say you're gonna get the, i mean it's just they're just putting it out there if there, anyone there are a lot of people who go buy popular domains names and hold on to them for this very reason and yeah. they hold them ransom yeah. you know like a like a guy with the washington football team 
went out and took all the names oh, yeah, that were right. right. remember. Right. But then he, but then at first, because he caught a lot of heat, he was like, "I'll donate whatever money I sell it for to some charity." But yeah. his plan was one hundred percent to bank off of whatever possible yeah. team they were going to use. So unfortunately, this happens all the time. It's just a sad Jeez. deal. I mean, after so many years, don't they get bored of holding on to the holding us prisoners, holding us hostages of our Julie, own name? When they did the math of how often our yeah, name came up, and it was, it was, like it was worth something back then. It was like really like a, they, That's a, oh. they probably did some kind of evaluation or something. Jeez. I don't can't believe we didn't have those ladies sign it. Well, you could probably still get it done. Somehow. Well, Lori, <sighs> are you kidding? We couldn't even be bothered to stay for the taping. We just watched the rehearsal and we left because we wanted to go out. <laughs> well, Listen, we're, we're in priorities. New York City. We we're like, come on. We're priorities. We're ready. To, we got to go. And it, it, Grant, it goes so late. They rehearsed at like 10 at night. Oh, wow. So they weren't even really going to tape to like maybe midnight. And we we're like, okay, now New York stays open. But the you know, sex and the city late. This is when we decided not to be actors because that was right around <laughs> our, you know, there, we were getting a lot right. of requests for that. Yeah. Right. Lots of requests. Okay, so do you watch any of the Olympic trials? Me? Yes. Oh. Yeah, we're talking about oh. the Olympics a little oh. bit later. Yeah, right. we have to talk about that. Yeah. But, um, no, going back just to music for a second, the show to have gone to this weekend that was the Bragging Right show was going to see the boss. Live he, on Broadway. Yeah, Springsteen on Broadway. And apparently it was just like an amazing amazing show because everybody is kind of like i don't know what is bruce like 72 i mean everyone has changed you know from this mm -hmm. and like if you had i I mean just like and maybe to the for a lot of people to the good or just being able to be more self-deprecating and not so serious about stuff but i guess he was very funny about his dwi in the he, in the park, he talked about that. He talked in the park. In the park, mm -hmm. I like that comment. And um, he he said, "I was handcuffed and thrown in jail. That took some doing." And you know, he's sitting in a you know at the piano, it, it, you know. And uh, yeah, he, he just said, "My case was the United States of America versus Springsteen, Bruce <laughs> Springsteen." That's always com comforting to hear. The entire nation is aligned against you but this is what happens when <laughs> right? you get her you know and uh so he he also spoke about his mom's battle with alzheimer and one of the night's most moving moments he said she can't speak she can't stand but she, when she sees me there's a smile and there's still a kiss and there's a sound she makes and i know it means i love you and when i put on glenn miller she starts moving in her chair reaching out for me to take her in my arms once more and dance i love her and I guess he was very funny, but he cried a couple times. Aww. And it was just he and Patty Scalfa, you know, up on the... His wife. His, uh, yeah, yeah, up on the stage mm -hmm. and stuff. But it just sounded like it was... Uh, he says it's funny, but I think my voice, we're talking about Bruce Springsteen, mm -hmm. if you're just joining us, actually improves with age. I have more range. It's stronger than it's ever been. I've been really, really fortunate. I'm knocking on wood. Yeah. That's like awesome. Right. No, that would be the show, Lori. Why don't you get Casey to take you? I mean, that would be the it's show. It's already sold out, yeah, and the tickets are going for. Or it's at the St. James Theater, which is where he did it before. But I guess people were just like really, um, I guess 
his whole thing when he went off on his arrest was just absolutely hilarious. Because he was point oh oh two, yes. he had to be 0. .008. He took and, a shot of Patron tequila with some people who recognized him and yep. made Bruce do a shot. Can shot. you imagine? Heck yeah! And he did it, which is so great. And yeah, yeah. Anyway, it was just, you know, the, someone did, either didn't like him or didn't recognize him, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, and... Or both. Or both, yeah. It could mm-hmm. be both. Or it could be just didn't know who the hell he was. Right. I mean, hard to believe a New Jersey, you know, patrolman, a state patrol. But not everybody knows, you know, stuff about music or pop culture. Not or they a, might right, just 100%. know one thing. And then, you know, people were talking about this and arguing about it on Twitter over the weekend about Olivia Rodrigo's album cover, Sour looking it's you know basically the sad prom prom queen and i mean i looked at it and i thought okay courtney love has done this and it was also carrie did it stephen king we really can thank for the sad prom queen uh crying tears of blood oh is that what it looks like well you're the makeup you know but you're definitely the sad prom queen don't you remember the whole courtney love anyway it was i read all of this stuff and it was basically courtney love just saying, spot the difference, hashtag twinning. Um, I mean, it wasn't even a thing. She just was pointing out a way people were like, oh, she's yelling at Olivia Rodrigo. She wasn't yelling at Olivia Rodrigo. It was all very, yeah. She Courtney Love knows that she doesn't own Sad Prom Queen. Really? I'm going to give it to Stephen King. So that's, gave us so Carrie. the cover yeah. is her just looking sad. Uh, the sad prom yeah, queen, yeah, yeah. crying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know her album "Sour" that uh, was released on Friday. Every song on the album was in the Billboard Hot 100. She's really, the, the hottest thing since I love that Taylor Swift. I guess music wise, Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah. Let me say it. that. Yeah, or maybe Billie Eilish. I guess you know, but she's hot on fire. Boom! Those three songs in a row. Driver's License, Deja Vu, and Good For You. Boom, boom, boom. And now the album. And Anyway, it's called The Sour Prom. Um, it's cute. That's the album. Yep. So, I, you know, if she comes to the Twin Cities, people would just lose their minds. You know, because She's they'll good. have known, people know every song on the album, and that'll be it. And she can do some covers, and she can have a good opening act, and she can play at the Excel. Mm-hmm. And I want to go. I know I'm listening to that. I'm figuring I'm reading through the lines and like she can come and we'll all go yeah. and it'll be great. It'll be fabulous. It'll be so fun and we'll know all the songs, Julia. She's what we cute. don't know, we'll just go apples, oranges, that whatever Michael mm-hmm. Matthew Farrell told us. You went through a period of listening to this song. 24-7. 24-7 grand. This was your song? Oh, well, there was a breakup, just like in the song. Oh, anyway, congratulations, Olivia Rodrigo. There's no beef with Courtney Love and Thank you, Stephen King, for, you know, writing Carrie and giving us the saddest prom queen of all time. <laughs> I hated that movie. Of course you did. It's a scary movie. Yes. It's epic. Oh. That is one I wouldn't, I mean, they could redo, but even though I think that one still stands. Carrie? Yeah. Didn't they redo it in like the Maybe early, they did. They, or a sequel in like the 2000s or something. But it didn't overtake. It doesn't overtake the sissy space. No, the original. No, no, no. Yeah. No. All right, listen, when we come back. Apparently, do you have some surprise for me? Yes. All right. I don't know if you have plans for November 9th. Anybody? Bueller? Maybe. Bueller? Bueller. Maybe. It's awfully close to Casey's birthday. It is on the 10th, but mm-hmm. I'm just going to say something. Um, I found a headline and I thought, oh, no, here we Uh-oh. go again. And so 
Again, Grant, as you're getting to know us, there's we have a couple threads. Scientology, Sharon Stone, okay. Sex in the City, mm-hmm. Madonna. Did we say Scientology? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but another big one is um, Natalie, Natalie Wood. Wood. Natalie Woods. Oh. Mm-hmm. Natalie Woods. Nat- no, it's Natalie Wood. Oh, yeah. I always call her Woods. It's Thank you. Wood. So, yeah, Natalie Wood. I'm reading it right here. It's yeah. Natalie Wood. So today, an exclusive just came out in the Hollywood Reporter. Oh. That her sister Lana Wood has waited forty years to finally unburden herself with what happened to her sister Natalie Wood. Oh. And the upcoming book, Little Sister, to be released on November 9th. So it's a true crime memoir by Lana Wood. It'll offer raw account of the life and death of her sisters. She details new information from those directly involved. Since the nineteen eighty one death. Now, we've had weeks where this was our all we could talk about, mm-hmm. you know. So the most recent one that we had is when... The um, captain. Captain the Dennis captain came, Davern. Yep, came out with a book in 2014, mm-hmm. Goodbye, Natalie, Goodbye, Splendor. And in the book... Which was the name of the boat. Yes. The yacht You're that right. she fell off mm-hmm. of was called The Splendor. And he alleged that Robert Wagner, her husband, pushed her off the yacht to her death. He also alleged in the interview with Megyn Kelly when she used to have her talk show on mm-hmm. NBC that Wagner held him hostage, suggesting that it was in an effort to bar him from telling the truth about Wood's tragic accident. And then he goes and he on said to say, "RJ plied him with booze and other almost things. made him feel like he was involved yeah. too, because I guess old Dennis was quite the drinker too. It right? sounded like everybody on this thing was it was like a three day Watkins." Natalie Wood, Robert Wagner, and the captain, Dennis Davern. So in a 2019 interview with the New York Times, Lana, Natalie's older sister, uh, disputed the theory that her sister accidentally drowned after getting into a dinghy alone. She never would have gotten in that dinghy alone. She says Natalie didn't swim. She didn't swim. She was afraid of cold, dark water, had been superstitious about it for years. And she never would have. But I mean. Right. You're right. Somebody who's afraid of water would never go, go in a dinghy, right. an unstable boat in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. And the so dark. in the 48 hours, 48 hours special that aired back in uh, 2019, I think, too. Yeah. Uh, Natalie Wood's death in dark water. Lieutenant John Carina stated in an autopsy report that showed what looked like fresh bruises on that's, Wood's body, making it right. look like she was the victim of an assault. That's right, Julia. And the the other the other woman who was who was testified, but you know, like or wasn't in the police report. But then, it, anyway, she heard a splash and a cry for help. Right. Remember that there was a thing like after one o'clock in the morning or yes. something. Yes, and she was found when they found her um, floating in the water, wearing a red down puffer jacket. And a flannel nightgown. Yeah. So now, Grant, I'm sending you the link because this is one of your first assignments. Okay. <laughs> okay? What's the assignment? He's going to get talk to the publisher and get the interview on November 9th. Oh, Ooh. with Lana. Yes. Because cool. we're going to get the book and you're going to get this all. This will be just up right up your LA. Feel it. But anyway, Lori. So her sister says, I've waited 40 years to tell the truth. She's wow. done many interviews. Is this just Lana. her catching some money again? Well, I mean, it could be that. It could be that, you know, somebody's 
a publisher, you know, that has, has put, I'll give you, we'll give you a good ghostwriter. Right. We'll help you go through everything. Maybe it's something she wants to get out there How before the RJ appetite? dies. Well, RJ's daughters with Natalie Wood. Yeah, also, they must not be speaking to Atlanta right now. I don't think they are because they also came out with something in People Magazine maybe six months ago. You're right. And saying, we support our dad. We know he wouldn't do this to our mom. It was a long, long time ago. And it was far, way far away. before, I mean, I Cameras, know it was, the, well, phones. I know the oldest daughter, I think the kids were like nine and seven, they were, seven. Very, young. They were very young or whatever. So they're, they're, you know, and uh, whatever happened that night, maybe RJ was a changed man from that. Maybe it was an accident. Maybe everyone was blackout drunk and doesn't remember. 100% could have been the case. Did Did Natalie walk in on Christopher Walken and RJ doing each other? Or did RJ walk in <laughs> on Christopher Walken and Natalie doing something? I questions. Mean, questions abound. But there can only be so many. This is a case for who? Ooh. Who, who, who could would, solve this? Who would solve this? Who would solve Columbo. Where is Columbo when we need Where's him? Where is Columbo when we need him? Where is Bosch? Bosch could solve it. Yeah. He could figure it, it out. It's, it's, it's a twisted story. It doesn't, but it make, doesn't sense. make sense. And I, I'm kind of, I was just thought and I thought, oh, oh, Lori, here we go. And it doesn't make sense. And the autopsy, she did have defensive wounds mm-hmm. and she did have unexplained uh, marks on her body. But listen, it was this, it was, Robert Wagner and Natalie Wood. I mean, you can bet that there were calls made. There was a fixer type oh, of Oh, 100%, because these are the two most popular people in the world at this time. Yep. Pretty much. Yep. Yeah, pretty much. We're not going to have this this story. We are going to slow the investigation down. We're not going to find anything. Mm-hmm. Your autopsy. Heart to Heart is going doing very well on ABC right now. Yeah. We don't want to bring down Bob Wagner. And then Bob he marries Wagner. Jill St. John, who I always thought looked like Stephanie Powers, his heart to heart lady. I know. They were. They were. They kind of something had the with same, the redheads in Hollywood that they, they had a seemed sexy to look, look. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. Right, so, anywho. Well, I wonder if Lana Wood will be on our radio show, or if she will only do like, you know, I don't cable know. and I feel like she's going to need the us. entertainment shows. Mm-hmm. Grant, I sent you the link. Awesome. Yeah. We'll yeah. all get on it. I'm sure we could we could do some talking. Hopefully, we get her on. Mm-hmm. Why, Why not? I mean. If nothing else, our audience she, would love to hear the story. We she has a devoted fan in Laurie. fans. I mean, if we could pull all the archives, if there was a way to computerize it, <laughs> we could just say every time Laurie's talked about Lana or excuse me, not Lana, Natalie, Natalie Wood. Would I mean it would be beep 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 beep. beep. And I think you know why I started. We started calling her Natalie Woods is because we would always say Natalie Woods' death. Mm. Which is or, or we thought at one point maybe she was related to Tiger Woods. No, no, but it's because we were always saying, well, Natalie Woods' Woods. death. Yeah. Which, you know. You add an S on some things. For, for that for sentence. For speaking purposes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So then I just got in the bad habit of calling her Natalie Woods. Woods. And mm-hmm. then I remember we would get emails or Donnie would get calls. It's Wood. It's Wood. Tell yeah. Lori it's Wood. Okay, here's another thing. <laughs> so tell me, is this, we were wondering... What Pamela Anderson is doing on the Vancouver Island? Oh, with the handyman. With the handyman. Well, guess that she what? Stole away from another woman. Yep. Guess what? Oh, She's oh. getting an HGTV show talking about the renovation to her grandmother's legacy home that she lives with a new handyman. Yeah. On on uh, HGTV Canada to say 
to debut in 2022. Well, she needs money. Her manager talked to her. and they So it's perfect. It's she perfect. lives with a handyman. She married a handyman. The neighbor's husband's yeah. handyman. Yeah. And uh, people will be fascinated. It's on an island, mm-hmm. I think. Isn't it? Yes, it is. Vancouver. And her manager just said, you know, listen, doll. Because I feel like he calls her doll and she's okay with it. Cause we he's could gonna use manage. some money. Yeah, you really need some money. You got a tax bill. You got this. You got that. You still haven't sold the Malibu place with the platinum pool that we're still, you know. Because what, how does she make money? I don't know. You know? I don't know, but can you see the new guy so excited that we're going to do this show together? Well, he gets to be popular too. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know about that happening yeah i'll i'll watch I it'll totally be the first watch. time i'll watch hgtv in a little while, in a little while. <laughs> <laughs> this is Lori and julia my tech plus seven one we'll be right back